Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a multi-state family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is, do you need a lawyer for a non-contested divorce? And this is based on an article on our blog, IndianapolisDivorceLawyersBlog.com, dated December 8th, 2023. And the title of that article is, Do You Need an Attorney for an Uncontested Divorce? So as a follow-up to the episode today, go on over to Indianapolis Divorce Lawyers Blog and, and read the article on the similar topic. But let's go ahead and jump in. You know, lots of individuals go into a divorce with this idea of having a non-contested or an uncontested divorce. And the hope is that the divorce can be simple, it can be easy, that there can be an agreement on everything in the divorce itself, and that uh, the settlement paperwork can be pushed through to the judge, and the judge will sign off on it, and that neither party needs an attorney. Um, sometimes I hear individuals want to use the same attorney. So they call and they think, hey, can we both use the same attorney in the divorce? You know, is that possible? And so, again, that's the topic here today. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump on into it in more detail. But, you know, is, is a starting point, one of the most important things to remember when you talk about settling a divorce is that it requires an agreement on 100% of everything. So if there's kids involved, uh, then we're talking about resolving child custody, child support, and then dividing marital property and debt, and then having an agreement on spousal support. And, and we're talking about the entirety of these items. So when you get into child custody, we're talking about legal and physical custody or whatever the terms are uh, in your jurisdiction. Some states use different terminology uh, to describe that, but then child support. Uh, dividing all the property and debt, so you've got to go from the from the house, the cars, the 401ks, to the investment accounts, to the stock options, to the household items, you name it. I mean, there's got to be an agreement on everything. And then when you get into spousal support, you know, there's either got to be an agreement for it or, or nor, no spousal support. And then even in cases where there's an agreement, then you get into the amount and then the duration in terms of how long it's gonna last. And so where a lot of uncontested divorces end up tripping up is that there's not an agreement on everything. You know, sometimes parties agree on some of it, but there's an area of disagreement. And it might be 10% of the items. It could be 20% of the items. Uh, it could be a situation where the parties conceptually agree to, to joint physical custody, but then when you get into the days of the week that each party's gonna get the kids, they don't agree. Uh, when you get into summertime, maybe they don't agree. When you get into the holidays, there could be a disagreement. And so, you know, the truth of the matter is, is for a lot of parties, reaching an agreement on everything can be very difficult for a lot of parties. And obviously, divorces happen for different reasons. Um, but sometimes parties get divorced because they don't communicate well. And maybe they have a hard time compromising. And so it could be difficult for a lot of parties to reach an agreement and compromise on a divorce without having an attorney. Oftentimes an attorney can help make the settlement happen, make the agreement happen, uh, simply because the parties aren't able to do it themselves. So look, do you need an attorney for an uncontested divorce? Um, that's the topic. Uh, in theory, 
a party uh, in both parties could go pro se, meaning they don't have an attorney, uh, if they have an agreement and if they're able to complete the paperwork. But in, in terms of some of the complexities, uh, no matter what state a party's in, there are divorce statutes and requirements that have to be met. Um, there's certain pleadings and court documents that have to be filed, and they have to be drafted in a particular way. Uh, states have waiting periods from the time the divorce is filed uh, for, in, in terms of when the case could be concluded. Uh, certain states and certain localities require certain court documents, and they have to be completed with accuracy and thoroughness and to the satisfaction of the judge. Um, judges want to make sure as well that when you get into property uh, division and debt division that everything is accounted for and that everybody understands the values, that the agreement's not unconscionable, and, and that there's a valid and fair uh, separation agreement. And so, look, it could be difficult to complete this paperwork, uh, to do it correctly, to meet the requirements in order to get the judge to sign off on an agreement, even if an agreement could be reached. So again, out of the gates, the problem for a lot of people is agreeing on everything. A lot of parties aren't able to agree on everything. Maybe they can agree on much of it, but not everything. But then even if there's an agreement on everything, then filing the right paperwork, making sure it's accurate and completed to the satisfaction of a judge can be a hard thing for a lot of parties uh, that are not lawyers or not paralegals and don't have legal training. I'll give you one metaphor um, that I have told uh, clients for years, which is this, which is, look, math is not uh, particularly my strongest suit. It wasn't my strongest suit in, uh, in, in high school or college, okay? So, uh, so follow me on this. You know, theoretically, um, trying to get settlement paperwork through and getting it approved by a judge could be like me needing to make 100% on an advanced calculus test, right? For some of you all, you might be very good at calculus and you could do that simply and, and easy. But for somebody like me, where calculus is challenging, it might be very difficult for me to get this paperwork and complete it accurately and thoroughly to the satisfaction of a judge because a judge can't give parties legal advice. Um, you know, they can't do that. They just have to make sure items in the paperwork are completed accurately and according to the statutes. And where a lot of par parties fall short, even when there is an agreement, is they can't get the paperwork filled out right. Okay, so that's one issue. Another issue with uh, not having an attorney is ensuring that your rights are protected. Uh, for most of uh, the listeners here, you're not an attorney. Uh, you don't have experience as a paralegal or a legal assistant or in a law office. So how do you even know what's fair? Uh, how do you know what is just? And, and how do you know what you might get uh, if you went to court? And so for a lot of parties, that, that is the other trick. You know, not having an attorney uh, can result in one party not getting a fair deal, not getting uh, an agreement that works, not just for the short term, um, but for the long term, all right? So that, that would be another issue with not uh, having an attorney. Um, also, you know, lots of parties where they get con uh, confused is they say, well, it's an uncontested divorce. And, and, you know, I've been through this with lots of clients, and I, and I ask them, well, what do you mean by that? And what most people think is, well, look, we both want a divorce, so it's uncontested. And it's like, no, I, I understand. So you're right, it's technically uncontested or non-contested. But the, the second hump, which is often the bigger hump, is having an agreement on everything. 
And, and so it might be uncontested, but even where it's uncontested, in most jurisdictions, a judge isn't going to divorce the parties until they have an agreement on everything. I mean, in theory, there's you know some jurisdictions that might allow for bifurcation where they grant the divorce and then defer the disposition of the case. But from my experience, that's very rare in terms of uh, my uh, experience in family law. Also, there can be other things going on in cases. What do you do where one party's been hiding assets or maybe behaving unfairly? You know, in a case where a party doesn't have an attorney, you know, they can be duped on, on stuff like that. If somebody's got some hidden assets hidden somewhere and they don't disclose it, and then the divorce is pushed through, uh, that could be a problem. Uh, the other issue, as I kind of alluded to at the beginning, is helping with the negotiations. Um, you know, a divorce attorney can definitely help with the negotiations because, again, a lot of parties do not communicate well. Uh, that could be the reason for the divorce. You know, a, a fair chunk of individuals I've seen try marriage counseling. And even with the help of a counselor, they're not able to resolve their differences. So if they can't resolve their differences that way, it's very hard for a lot of individuals to then negotiate the divorce. So a divorce attorney can definitely help uh, with the divorce itself. So look, um, you know, do you have to have an attorney for an uncontested or non-contested divorce? No. I mean, it's not a requirement to have one. But at the end of the day, it can be very hard to actually get to the finish line on a divorce and conclude it without an attorney for the reasons I stated above. And that's where an attorney can help and an attorney can be very useful. Uh, other questions lots of individuals ask on this topic is how long does it take to get an uncontested, uncontested divorce done? And again, I would just tell everybody it varies. You know, one of the things you got to keep in mind is, is there's a waiting period in certain states from the date the divorce is filed to the date the judge will sign off on the paperwork. So it's, a, it's very important um, to know the waiting requirements. So speak to a lawyer who's licensed and competent to practice law in your jurisdiction. But I mean, step one is getting past the waiting period. And then step two uh, would be having an agreement and then getting it presented to the judge. And in some jurisdictions, if there's an agreement, it's signed by everybody. It can be submitted by affidavit. And then it's a matter of how long does it take the judge to get to it. Most judges want to review the paperwork. And so sometimes there can be a wait there from the time it's submitted to the, to the time that the judge actually looks at the paperwork and thoroughly analyzes it. And, and then again, the judge could approve it and sign it or reject it and say that it wasn't completed properly, to use my metaphor before, um, you know, the, the math metaphor. The judge could review it and say, no, nah, this paperwork's not done right, I reject this. Um, what's the average cost of an uncontested divorce if an individual chooses to hire an attorney? Well, look, I mean, there's a filing fee in most jurisdictions to get the divorce filed, and then the rate for the lawyer. And if the lawyer's billing hourly, then it's how many hours the attorney logs on the case itself. And certainly the longer it takes, the more the cost, and the less time it takes, uh, the less time, or the less fees, I should say, it is for an individual on an uncontested divorce. Um, individuals sometimes ask, does, you know, is there a requirement that parties be separated before uh, divorce? And again, one of the things I would tell you all is this can vary based on the state you're in. Every state has different laws, uh, different requirements, and then you get in again to the waiting period issue uh, that's out there. And so most states have a waiting period. But again, this can this can vary based on the state. Could be 30 days, could be 60 days, it could be something different. Uh, so speak with a lawyer who's licensed and competent to practice law 
um, in your jurisdiction, um, you know, on the issue of separation. Some states out there, you know, do require some uh, require separation. Some don't. Uh, some states might allow for emotional separation. So if the parties are emotionally separated, that might be good enough. Some states might say that's not good enough. So definitely speak to a lawyer in your jurisdiction. Uh, that can really uh, vary in terms of the answer to that question. Uh, another question lots of individuals ask is, what is the fastest way uh, to get a divorce? And again, the fastest way to get a divorce ultimately uh, in terms of the first hurdle comes down to can the parties reach an agreement on all the issues that are out there. Uh, the quicker the parties can reach an issue, uh, an agreement on property and debt division, child custody, child support, spousal support, the quicker the case can be concluded and the longer that takes, uh, the longer the case is going to go. And again, the other variables are the waiting periods and is there a requirement for separation in your jurisdiction and obviously that can have an impact as well okay so you know back to the original uh, question in terms of do you need a lawyer for an uncontested divorce I mean technically the answer is no I mean the judges uh, in most jurisdictions at least from my experience is not going to require you to get in a divorce although I think most judges would tell you it's a good idea to get a, div uh, a lawyer you ought to think long and hard about getting a lawyer uh, but is it a requirement? It's not a requirement, but it is a very good idea. Uh, it's very uh, smart for most individuals because, again, um, it's hard for individuals to even reach a settlement without a lawyer. The legal requirements are out there in terms of the pleadings and the documents. Very hard for most individuals to do, do that on their own without a lawyer. You want to make sure your rights uh, are protected as well. And then again, you want the agreement to be fair. You want to make sure there's not funny business like hiding of assets and stuff like that. So you don't technically need an attorney, but it's almost always a good idea to get an attorney. And my advice you know, to any listeners out there is get an attorney. It's worth the money to get an attorney. Uh, you've got to live with the consequences of a divorce, not only for the, the short term, but for the long run. And uh, it's better in the long run to do it. And obviously, you know, any individual out there has lots of choices in, in terms of attorneys. There's lots of different ways and avenues they can go from higher priced attorneys to lower priced attorneys to attorneys in the middle to attorneys in big firms to attorneys in small firms. I mean, you name it. But, you know, having said that, you know, that's for any in individual to contemplate, think about and consider. But at the end of the day, getting an attorney not required, but definitely a good idea uh, in almost every circumstance. So definitely think long and hard about it. All right. Well, that concludes the topic today. Again, as a follow-up to the episode, go on over to IndianapolisDivorceLawyersBlog.com. Check out the article titled, Do You Need an Attorney for an Uncontested Divorce? That'll give you more information on this topic. But thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned to our next episode coming up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtained in this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be, legal advice. You should consult an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. 
Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. Past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stangy is responsible for the content. Headquarters, Office 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri 63105. Kirk Stangy is licensed in Missouri, Illinois, and Kansas.